the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. AM 560, The Answer. Prepare to have your mind opened. The lies of the mainstream media are about to be exposed. And the hypocrisy of the left is about to be revealed. This is a revolution in how you think about politics, race, and culture. You've tuned into Black and Right with John Anthony on AM560, The Answer. I'm coming in. Yeah, coming in hot. Just like the fajita. I write what I live. My life in the speaker. I'm nice with the flow. Just like the demeanor. Feeding my fam. Welcome, welcome, welcome to this week's edition of Black and White right Radio on AM560 The Answer. I was just got attacked by the microphones, but I was trying to adjust the microphone. If you're looking on the, the YouTube feed, you saw that I was like trying to... We got new microphones here in the studio. So, it's... uh weird looking and it's it's really flexible pete you know it's, it's like you know the old one you, you could put it right there and it wouldn't move see it you saw that see how it moves hey i'm john anthony host of black and right um I, first of all i want to thank um stephanie trussell uh jan and uh carol davis jen weber weber i believe is last, how she enunciates her last name and um uh, for coming in last week filling in for me at the last minute um if you guys know i i had the Medical issues, but I'm okay. Uh, everything is all, everything is all right. I am flying under the radar. I went into the uh, the ER Sunday night with a blood pressure rating of two ten over one forty seven. And my when I get there, when I got there, the doctor said, "I don't I don't even understand how you didn't have a stroke or a heart attack." I said, "Well, I I had started changing my diet and stuff, so I think that's probably what helped." But I don't know. I'm not a doctor. <laughs> I play one on uh, AM five sixty. The answer. But guys, I'm, I mean, sitting there, I was in the hospital for five days. I was in there from Sunday to Thursday. But sitting there, I had to turn off the news so many times because I, I don't at home. I don't watch Fox News. I don't watch CNN. I don't watch any of those. I uh, I watch and listen to how people react to them. You know, that's what I I, I come back to the show and and talk about how people react to some a lot of the stuff that they see on the news. But I'm telling you, um, this last week. The two officers that were shot, I, I mean, I wasn't here to, you know, to talk about it. Uh, it I, I, I was on the, um, I filled in for Dan Prof yesterday on the Chicago Morning Answer with Amy Jacobson. We had a great time. You, if you didn't see that show, go and download it, uh, uh, the podcast, Chicago's Morning Answer, the 560answer.com. Also, while you're at it, if you're watching on the YouTube feed, please share it. Share, 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 share it to, to all your groups because I think today's going to be a good show. Uh, we're gonna have Sherry Erlacher. If you if you missed that interview with uh, her with Amy and I yesterday, um, Sher- Sherry Erlacher's daughter was suspended from school because she was uh, she didn't walk going with the mask. Uh, she's gonna be joining us. And I, last night I saw an audio of 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 a smart I heard some audio of 
what, what's their name? Uh, it's B IDPH. There's a bill. I believe it's twenty seven eighty nine. That I believe Timothy Timothy uh, Christian School fell for the head fake because the Illinois State Board of Education does not have the power to do what they threatened to do to Timothy Christian. They just simply don't have the power. And we're going to be talking about that. I'm, I'm going to we're going to be talking with listening to that audio. Uh, I'm a, I'm so happy that in the second hour, Alderman Anthony Napolitano from the 41st Ward, 41st Ward will be calling in. Uh, and, you know, I'm just happy to, to I have two of my friends into the studio back with me. As you guys know, he's a, a regular on the show. The Troublemaker himself, if you're looking on the fa- on the Facebook. Oh, he put he put your name up there. Yeah. Verlon, the Troublemaker Galloway. Welcome, man. Here comes trouble. It's trouble. Well, oh, I don't, I, feel I, or uh, somebody. But I don't know <laughs> if I'm going to be able to start too much trouble today because uh, the show is jam packed with it great is. issues. And I don't think I'm going to be able to talk about any of the red hot. Well, you never issues. know. Well, you know, how many times do we, we start something and it goes a whole different way? Yeah, that's true. So and we got white chocolate himself in yes. studio. <laughs> Tom McCullough. What's up, baby? Hey, how you guys doing today? Welcome Glad back. to be here. So uh, if you guys are watching the YouTube feed, you see I have this shirt on. Last week or two weeks ago, I couldn't fit it. It was too it was too tight. I mean, like really tight. I mean, I still got some dad body issues and working on them. But <laughs> I heard that's a thing now. I, but I yeah, I can fit it. Look at this, man. I mean, so this this health, healthy heart diet that they've had me on low sodium and all that has really helped. So, um, you guys ready for today's show? Yes, I am always. So you know, I, I I've listened to a lot of talk shows over the week. Um. Uh, I've even listened to the show, the, some of the shows here, but you know, I, 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 what I wanted to start off with was really going through this, that call and how that supervisor, uh, dispatcher, handled the call, and something that nobody's really talking about. That third officer who was the hero, he was heroic in this, and I wonder why we haven't heard 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 who he is yet, or or she if it's just she, um, because that person was a hero. Uh, we talked with um, Amy and I talked with um, Alderman Lopez yesterday, and he talked about he saw some of the video, and it was like the guy stepped over after he shot the officer. He stepped over the officer who was there um, fighting for their life, and that I mean, think about that. Think about how callous you have to be to just to, to, after you shot somebody, step over them, and then go towards the other the second officer. So we were told yesterday that the third officer, if that third officer wasn't there. Um, Officer Carlos probably wouldn't be wouldn't uh, wouldn't have made it, you know. So I want to get you guys' take, Valon and and Tom White Chocolate, uh, as we go through. The, I, I want to play the whole thing. Maybe we will. Maybe we won't. We'll, you know, we'll see how it goes. But I want to break down, listen to each segment, and break it down, and get you guys' opinion. That work? Yeah. Uh, right. I, I want to start off. Here, I mean, if if you guys haven't heard, um, this is how it began with the the shooting and and and. You know, if, you, if your heart can't take this, please turn it away. Don't turn off. Don't turn it down. Don't turn it off. Don't turn off the station, but just turn it down if you can't. If you can't go through or stomach some of the things that that's going to come out of this, but I think it needs to be played and shown so people can really understand the ugly side of what really happens in in, in policing. Uh, here we go. All right, who's got sixty first? Somebody running on sixty first. Talk to me. Who's running? I got somebody with emergency officer 61861. Are you over there with them? 61 boy, David, you guys okay? All right, guys, who's running out there? Somebody's running. 
I want to interject something right there. I don't think as, as you, most of you know, the most people that listen to the show know that I'm a former cop. Uh, just listening to that beginning, that guy sounds like he's a commander or a sergeant dictating where people so set up. A, I've never, maybe I'm wrong, but I've never heard a dispatcher take complete control. And I don't know if that's a Chicago thing, but where I was, the sergeants immediately took control of, and the dispatchers just whenever whenever they needed to interject, they would interject, or they would have us on a totally different line. But what this guy did, uh, I think his name is um, is it Keith Thornton, Keith Thornton Jr. He's a dispatcher, uh, Chicago PD. Uh, I mean, it, it, it was it was magnificent. Have you? I mean, have you, do you listen a lot to the radar, uh, Verlon? No, Tom, you listen I a, do lot? a lot. Yeah. yeah. Have you ever? Heard anything come out across the lines? Uh, the no, air I like mean this? never like that. No, never, never coming out like that. I mean, I think whoever that person was deserves a medal for how they oh. handled the situation, and I, I assume they saved lives and got the person captured for how quick they reacted to it. You stole the words right out of my mouth. Now I would love medal. to know. I would love to know which officer was that was that going across the air? Was that the officer that was shot, or was that the third officer? Because he, this officer, with everything that had just transpired right in front of him, still had the wherewithal. To call out everything that he needed to call out. Did you guys notice that? Yeah, I mean, it comes back to good training. I mean, it's uh, you could tell that he was just trying to get that person stopped. I mean, it's it was incredible the the wherewithal to go through the pain. I assume he got shot. Yeah, and to, to stick through. I don't think the third officer was shot though. Oh, whoever I, was I on the radio. Any, I mean, right. they sounded like they were at least in distress. They, they did. You know, did. I mean, like I mean, if you got bullets flying at you, you're like, hey, by the way, you know, it's a blue shirt. This and picking up all the details and having the ability to to push it out there. It's it's tremendous. Yeah. yeah. I mean, how many people out there listening to this right now can say that while bullets are flying at you, you're in a life or death situation. You, know, you can keep that bullets. wherewithal. To have those details, right, right, and call it out because I mean, because you definitely, I'm telling you, tunnel vision kicks in, and all you see is what's in front of you. This guy was able to see the full picture. That right there is heroic. And then the supervisor on, on the line of dispatch who helped ease the situation. Hey, you listen to the Black and White on AM five sixty. The answer. I'm John Anthony, your host. We'll be right back with more about this Chicago police shooting. the show the mainstream media doesn't want you to know about it's black and right with john anthony on am 560 the answer maybe i'm foolish maybe i'm blind thinking i can see through this and see what's behind got no way to prove it welcome back to black and right on am 560 the answer i'm your host john anthony live in studio um listening to this 
really, really breaks my heart because when you looked at what ever since the former president of the United States of America said that those cops acted stupidly, I think I think a, a huge dose of um, respect to law enforcement uh, really started to, to really invade and permeate our country. I'm not saying Barack Obama is responsible for that. Don't don't get me wrong. I I'm, I'm not saying that. Oh, well, he's not but, innocent in it. Either. And he's not innocent in it. If he would have chosen his words a little bit wiser, because those cops were doing their jobs, because they they those cops did their job. They didn't act stupidly, you know. And if he would have watched his his tone and how he dealt with policing, I don't think we 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 would see a lot of the things that we're seeing. And then Freddie Gray, and Michael Brown, and all these things, you know, that that have transpired. Um, as, as I've said on this show uh, a number of times, a number of times, imagine if any of these people hadn't done anything to put themselves in that position or situation, right? Well, I think Barack Obama thought because Professor Gates was his mentor, he was more widely known than he really was. Hell, I didn't know who he was. I mean, you know, so, I mean, he's known now since he's on PBS and everything else. See, you're not cultured. I'm starting to believe you're not cultured. For long. John, my, whole thing, my whole thing on this is we live in a country where we have established rules. Everybody's innocent until proven guilty. Right. Now we've got the social media blitz where somebody's guilty 10 seconds after you do it because right. they yeah. saw a 10-second video cam. When right. you go to a football game, somebody catches a pass. you got 800 different angles. It still yeah. takes 20 dudes around the camera yeah. to figure out how the pass happened. Yeah. So now we got kids getting shot. And, and, they parents, have, and their cameras are way better than the ones right. the police and well, all that. Some, they got some kid out there who's out shooting people or dealing drugs or whatever, and they put out a 10-year-old photo of the kid. Yeah. Oh, this is my kid. He was such a good person. They don't show the other picture that's out there with the 50 guns and he's out there right. slinging drugs. That's from the old playbook. No, yeah, they it, don't want to do that. They've been doing that forever. But, but, so they're doing that to dehumanize the police officers because they want to take this out there. We were just talking about yeah. this over the break. They want to take away the, the human capability of a cop so people think that they're just a, a, a sack of meat in a, a uniform. Well, and Gestapo. They, can, they got Gestapo. They could just shoot them and walk over their bodies right. like right. they were doing for the other thing. They're trying to take that away. And right. I like my kids being safe. I don't know about anybody else. Not for sure. Uh, I do, too. But I want to I want to play. Uh, we, we all talked. We talked in here. And I, I don't think I really want to play through this entire this, this entire audio because I don't think I can take it, uh, you know, from a, a heart perspective because it's going to piss me off too much. Yeah. Um, and I don't mean that because of something, anything's wrong with me, but I'm just saying, I, I don't, I, you're a police I, officer. I don't want you to, I don't want you to, to get me too riled up, Rolando. Cause you know, you know, to. you know, you know how to do that, right? <laughs> I'm not, I'm trying but, not to, but I want, this is toward, this is the tail end of, of the, of the audio of the dispatcher. I want you guys to listen to, listen to what he says. And, and if this doesn't break your heart, I, I would have to ask, do you have one? You know that Garfield and you know that's the unconscious officer. That's the unconscious officer, correct? Okay, is someone in the back with her? Is someone in the back seat with her? Okay, listen to me. Take that damn vest off right now and start compressions. Start breathing. Whatever we got to do, stop while you're driving. The officer in the back with her, take the vest off and start compressions now. You got the air. Compressions started almost 15 minutes ago. Okay, excellent. Keep it rolling, baby. Keep it rolling. We got it coming. They know you're coming in. And units that are at UFC Hospital, have those doors open for me. Have them open, guys. Have them ready. Wow. Units in the crime scene. He was off. Stop. Uh, condition one just W to the head, it looks like. Go ahead, boy. 644, we got the male officer. He's here. They got him in the CR right now. 
side door to the emergency room is open. Bring them through the emergency room side. All right, bring them to the emergency room side, guys. Guys, male officers going into the ER, bring them to the emergency room. And the other female officer, please get her in there, guys. Make it quick. Be safe getting there, but make it quick. 736, my officer here is on the head between the eyebrow. Uh, four. Four. Uh, three, repeat that last transmission. Shot in the head between the eyes. Uh, he was Both officers unresponsive in the hospital. You'll see. Keep the air clear. Mm. Hey, six, one, boy, Clark, you just showed up. 10-4. Units secure the crime scene. If you're at the crime scene, secure the crime scene. Don't touch anything at the crime scene. Did you hear this guy? Mm-hmm. Mm. So now I understand why the media initially put out there that two officers had died that night. Because that was that's what initially came out, that two police officers had died that night. And listening to that audio, you would, one would think two, two of them shot based in the head. Yeah. Right. Well, I mean... I mean, and between the eyes, I mean, that's... Through the eyes? Through yeah. the eyes. That means yeah. it went through your brain, yeah. of course. And, and and the officers never got an opportunity to draw their weapons. Oh, God. That's, that leads into what I wanted to say Go before. Ahead. What was it? You know, these officers now are being put in an impossible position. Yes. This stupid policy that this mayor has come up with, whereas though you have to do paperwork every time you pull your gun. So you have to wait till an action... Right. Is directed towards you, even if you feel funny about the stop. Yeah. Before you can even pull your gun, that gives the criminal the upper hand on yeah. you. Absolutely. That's the reason why this happened. That's the reason why that father was so enraged and said, "It's your fault. You came up with this policy." Yes. Let let the police do their job. Wow. You know, sometimes you might need that deterrent. Okay, yeah. pull out the gun. You know, it's not like you pointing well, it at you're somebody. Too. You're not pointing it at the person. You letting that person know. I got the drop on you. Absolutely. So don't make a move. And John, as you know, I mean, most actions, they happen within three seconds. Yeah. You could see somebody, boom, then you're getting shot at two seconds later. When you, It's like the same thing that uh, Obama and those other guys did to our troops when they were in oh, Iraq yeah. and Afghanistan, making them patrol without a magazine inside yeah. the weapon until they took fire. They had to get yeah. permission to load and get their uh, weapons to condition one. Yeah. Like, I mean, so why, why would they have troops doing that? Why are they having the cops do that? The, they, when the, the most dangerous thing a cop can do is walk up to the side of a vehicle. You don't know what's happening. You know, when you're walking up on somebody and you can't draw a weapon when you're doing a felony stop now without doing paperwork. Let me tell you something. It's outrageous. Let me tell you something. I, if that's the she's case, killing people is what you, she's doing. Do you know how many times when I was a police officer that I walked up to a car with my weapon already out and ready just in case? Because I got that. I felt that bad juju feeling. You get You get a car full of people um, and you walk up and you have the car. You don't. They can't see it because you got it all the way. At least at least I have mine to the point where. If I needed to draw, all I had to do was pull my hand right up and I'm shooting whoever's in the car. Right. I mean, that's an officer safety issue. And and Chicago's paying the price for it. Any 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 other city or, or state that's... Oh, Chicago's not paying the price. The officers the, are paying the well, price for and, and their the inaction and their bad decisions. Yeah. So, yeah, and yeah. Chicago ain't paying it. the price. What's the that? police officers are paying safety the price. Safety patrol. It's a safety issue, but they call it a safety patrol. Yeah. And these people almost got murdered. You got Jim on the line. Yeah, yeah, but you know, I, th- this this is just stuff I don't get. I, I really don't get and understand. Uh, let's go with Jim uh, from South Elgin, a uh, sponsor of this show. Jim, welcome to uh, Black and Right. Um, um, I'm uh, right now. I'm, I'm letting you know. I'm putting in a reservation, so I'm on the big boat cruise on the 11th. So. Yeah, thanks, <laughs> man. In. Thank you. I appreciate right. it, Jim. Hey, Jim. It's always a pleasure. Anyways, um, you know, it was revealed shortly after that that the 
perp who did who bought the gun, the straw purchaser, gave the gun to these guys, and of course that by itself was a crime, and he was arrested for it. Yeah. And then the judge and and some federal judge let this guy out basically on a no bail, uh, you know, no cash, no contact, and no out. contact. No, no. Uh, he also put a no contact order in too. He can't contact oh, either one of the brothers. That, that's really strong. <laughs> yeah. You know, and when these people when these people talk about qualified immunity for police officers, yeah. they should extend it to the people that let these people out of jail. Because if they do crime, let these people who are responsible for them being free pay the consequences. Yeah, they never talk about that's their qualified difficult. immunity, though, Jim. Well, judges are. Well, that's what I'm saying. People have to understand. They, they, it's got to be what's good for the goose is good for the gander. And this is where people have to understand. This whole talk about qualified immunity is only leading to more crime. Yeah. I agree, Jim. I agree, and and that's right. and we and that's one of the reasons why I'm gonna I'm gonna have uh, Alderman Anthony Napolitano on in the second hour, and we're gonna be talking about that. You know, as Chicago's leading the way on a lot of this, these these different issues. You know, even if the state doesn't do it, Chicago implements certain procedures and 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 and, and laws and and ordinances that I think is 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 really really hurting the communities. Yeah, the people that pay well, the. Are the black and brown communities? Think about think about the law. Thanks so much for joining us, Jim. Think about the law or ordinance ordinance that was in play for about forty years in Chicago that you couldn't own a gun in yeah. the city of Chicago. Now downstate, yeah. you can have your rifle and everything, but in Chicago, you couldn't own a gun, so that made you an automatic victim. Thanks, Mr. Thanks, Mr. McDonald. I would say yes. it was McDonald the, versus yes. and, uh, State of Illinois. What's her name? Ezel. Ezel. I think. Well, yeah, I, probably, I forgot the last. I'll, name I'll, I'll, I'll yeah. get her name and I'll. I'll yeah. I'll give her a proper. Yeah, those due. two cases broke it open. Yeah. Hey, you listen to the Black and Right on AM five sixty answer. I'm your host, John Anthony, live in studio with the troublemaker and white chocolate himself. Guess what? Sherry Erlacher joins the show next. All right. To discuss her daughter being suspended. There may be a racial element to it too. Okay. Tune in. We'll be right back. Black and right continues on AM560. Once again, here's John Anthony. Welcome back to AM560, The Answer. I'm your host, John Anthony, live in studio with the troublemaker himself, Verlon the Galloway. And at least I didn't call you Gary Rabine. Yeah, yeah. yeah. (laughs) (laughs) And White Chocolate himself, Tom McCullough. Yes, sir. Guys, you know, I, I want to take this call because I think this is an important call. Um, John from the Northwest Side, welcome to Black and Right. Hey, how are you doing, John? I'm doing. Hey, listen, I, I I needed to remind you. You know, I'm on the job, and uh, we got guys out here doing the job every day the right way, and, and, right. and have been for years and years. And you know, working in neighborhoods with you know they don't live, but they go there because they know people need us. That's right. I want you to remember, Lori Lightfoot started this a long time ago. She's the author that uh, put the report out that made the consent decree possible. Wow. And in that, from that Obama put the consent decree on Chicago, she, her job was basically to villainize the police, and she did so in that report. If you remember, she never even talked to the superintendent. Oh, yeah, I remember that. On the, on the police, and you don't even talk to the superintendent. So she had an agenda then, and that was to villainize the police. And she's been doing it ever since. Yeah. And at that speech the day after um, Ella which was, was taken from us, um, she kind of paralleled Obama when he sat in front of those five uh, coffins in Dallas, kind of reminding people, you know, oh, the police aren't always perfect. She kind wow. of alluded to that, too. Yeah. And it's exactly what she, she, was, she, she did. She did the same thing as Obama. Hey, John, can I ask you a question? Has, has, yeah. has, has the city of Chicago lowered the flags in honor of Ella French? 
Um, I, I definitely have seen some. I, I hope everywhere. But, but has uh, it? Ha- because normally, I mean, normally that that email will come out that the flags will be lowered to half mass because of to honor the death her death. Um, I have I've, I've talked to a, a lot of my Chicago friends who are cops, and and some of my friends who are city workers. They said they've never seen anything. But you know, you you want to go cry over a thirteen year old who shot at the cops, but but you 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 lack remorse and can't even remember the, her name, can't even say right, her name let's not, right. Let's not forget too that this this mayor wanted to fire a police officer. If you remember, his police officer was was extending his middle finger and they have a picture of it yeah. during the riots, and this was at people that just burned. And looted your city. Right. And she was like, I'm going to find this guy. I'm going to find this guy get him fired. I remember, remember that. Yeah, I remember that. what was important to her. Yeah. You know, not not going after these murders. 800 murdered in the city. Yeah, oh, that doesn't really matter. If you're find a police officer, maybe, you know, give a middle finger or something, we're really going to get that one. <laughs> that's, that's the high on our list. The city just burned, by the way. Yeah, that's true. Right? John, thank you so much. Thank you for your service. And guess what? You'll always have a voice. Protecting you here on, on Black and Right on M560 Answer and the host, John Anthony. You, you be safe out there. Yeah. All right. You get it straight from the street. He's yeah. right. He's right. I, I mean, he's right. About the I forgot about it, thing. too. I forgot about all that. The, the, wow. How she was the arch- one of the architects yeah. of the consent decree. Wow. I completely you slipped know? my mind, too. Same thing last year when they took down the Columbus, uh, the statue downtown. They yeah. say, oh, no, we're going to protect this. And the officers stood there to, what, 4 o'clock in the morning getting yeah. bottles thrown yeah. in them, broken yeah. bones, the whole nine yards, fireworks going off in their face, removes it the next day. Yeah. And, and we'll she let all them sacrifice and bleed all night. She just lied to the cops. She has no respect she for her. She lied to the Italians. I mean, okay, guys, we can come back to the oh, cops. Okay, okay. Sorry, sorry. <laughs> but I, I, don't, I don't want Sherry to, to beat me up. Okay. So. All right, Sherry. Sorry, Sherry. Sherry's got a If you guys watched the show yesterday that when I filled in for Dan Prof, um, we had a, a, a young lady on the, on the line um, talk, had, discussing um, her daughter being suspended because she didn't walk in there with a mask. Um, I wanted to, ugh, I'm not going to say what I wanted to do, but joining mm-hmm. us on the line to discuss more about this is uh, Sherry Erlacher. Sherry, welcome to my show, Black and Right. Good to hear from you again. Good to hear from you too. So sh- sh- Sherry, for, for those that don't know, what what happened to your daughter? Your daughter went to school, and what transpired? She went to school with no mask at all, um, walked up to the door, and they've got a couple of administrators with boxes of masks. They hand her one. She took it because I told her, just, just take it. You don't have to say anything. Just take the mask. Yeah. But she took it, and she continued walking to class, and they immediately started like, you know, following her and you need to put your mask on and basically reciting the governor's order to her. I think they all had it memorized, yeah. sadly. Yeah. Because um, I, I think they've been planning this for weeks. And a lot of these, all of these people that were going 7-0 mask optional knew this was coming down. But please continue. Yes. And um, so they, they told her you have to put your mask on. So she put it on, but she put it on all the way under her chin. I mean, that's the best she can do. Yeah. And then, so she got upstairs where her first class was, and another teacher stopped her and was like, you need to put your mask on. And my daughter was like, I'm okay, thank you. And she, the lady kept, like, saying, like, she figured out, you know, she's not going to put her mask on. So she just sent her to the office. And my daughter called me immediately because she knows, like, you need to call me and just have the phone on so I can hear every, you know, everything that they're saying to you. Right. 
because you're alone, you're 14. I need to be able to hear this. So she basically called me, had the phone in her pocket, and had her earpiece in. Yeah. And, and, Sherry, and Sherry, when we come back from break, I want to talk about, because, now, you know, as I, told, as I said yesterday, I don't, I'm, I'm not really into identity politics. Verlon would slap me if, if, he, if I did. But mm-hmm. there might be a little racial tinge to this. And I want to discuss that with you when we get back from the break, okay? Okay. Listen to Black and Right. More with Sherry or like after the break. Back to Black and Right with John Anthony on AM560 Theater. Welcome back to Black and Right on AM560 The Answer. I'm your host, John Anthony, live in studio with the troublemaker himself and white chocolate. You know, I'm starting to like that name, Tom, White Chocolate. <laughs> One of our friends gave it to us. Uh, it's stuck, I guess. Before the break, <laughs> stuck. Before the break, we were talking with uh, Sherry Erlacher. Uh, she was discussing about how her daughter was suspended from, um, I'm not going to say it, uh, a school in district, I believe it's 211, Frim High School. Um, now, 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 Sherry, now, you and I have talked a, quite a few times now. Uh, you came to an event that um, the actually sponsor of my show, CEO Nick Richmond from Matrix Home Solutions uh, put together out at Dirty Nelly's in uh, Palatine a couple of days ago, and uh, that was a great event. So thank you for coming. But yes, it was great. Yeah, you know, I I look at and you and I have talked about it. When you look at the high school she attends, and I've always told you I'm I'm really not a, a identity politics type guy, but listening to your story about your daughter being black. And noticing that others who were there at the school um, didn't wear their mask uh, properly, do you believe it's it has some racial racial tinge to this whole uh, issue? That I don't believe one way or the other because just like you, like I don't, we don't focus on like my daughters are black and I'm white, right? Right. We just focus. I'm their mom and they're my children. Um, we've never focused on that in our family. My, I even have a ne- my nephew also has that. So these are just our kids. Like we don't, I don't ever say to people, meet my black daughter, you know, I mean. Right. Uh, right. So, but the problem in the world is that just because we don't see it that way, that doesn't mean I, other people don't either. And some of those administrators at the school might be a little I'm, bit different. Yes. I'm learning that. I'm learning that, um, and I'm not saying we don't acknowledge it. I mean, one of the main things I do teach them is definitely, definitely embrace your blackness, your beautiful black skin. Like, you know, and I'm she's beautiful, by the way. She's, she she yeah. really is beautiful, by the way. You know, so, Miss Miss Erlacher, you know, I applaud you. Because uh, John tells me all the time, I'm not cultured as people like you and him. <laughs> and I probably I probably would have lost it, you know, lost it. I mean, I, I, I couldn't think straight because I, I probably wouldn't get to the next level to have an educated intellectual conversation with people that's treating me like like I'm nothing, like I'm a subject. You know, they're a dictator or a tyrant. I want to ask you, what's your uh, your recourse? What's your next recourse for this type of tyranny? So I have been speaking to a couple of attorneys. Um, I have friends that are attorneys, many friends that are attorneys, and I have, I know, you know, lots of people, and people have reached out saying, hey, call this attorney, they want to talk to you. So we've got options. Um, It's just going to be a matter of, like, figuring out 
what avenue to take. And I know, I, I know we're, I'm not, I'm not going to like let this go because as I told John yesterday, this is the second time that they've discriminated against one of my children. So. And not just I, discriminate, I would, but segregate it too, right? They did segregate her. They did take her to the office and basically they claim, you know, you, you're a danger. You're a danger to public health because you don't have a mask on. So you need to sit in this room alone with the door closed, you know, that doesn't sound like a principal's office visit. I used to get sent to the principal. Big deal. You go in there, you sit down, and you talk to the principal. But why did you put her in there and close the door? Like, it it doesn't – it's not really making any sense to me. And then I, I had to remain calm because I wanted to collect as much information as I could. I have a lot of parents that think like me in our district. We talk a lot. My girls have friends. The, the, as the day went on, it was just becoming increasingly frustrating because I'm seeing pictures and videos of other students not wearing their masks properly. Right. And I just listened to this assistant principal tell me that the expectation is all students, when they're sitting and learning or talking like you and I are, that they have their masks over their nose. Now, Sherry, well, Sherry I want to I I get your opinion. I don't mean to cut you off, but I want to because I want to get your opinion about something. As you know, there was a, 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 a audio that was um, shared around social media about House Bill 2789 yeah. and about how they were advocating for the uh, ISB to have the power that they said they have already because of what they did to Timothy Christian. What are your thoughts yeah. on, about that audio? And Because and, and, you have a group where people can find it as well, right? We've been talking about this audio since last night. Uh-huh. Um. And to be honest, a couple of us have already emailed the board about it and are super about it. We, at that audio right there, basically, there should be no discussion. There should be no more mask policy. There should yeah. be no more anything because it's all based on a lie per that own Senator, um, Senator Belt. Yeah. Per his own words. Yeah. It's, the bill did not pass. It's not a law. Therefore, no one has the right to take anything away from these schools. And it's even in my daughter's suspension letter, a reference to that of this is why they have to follow, you know, these governor's orders, if you will. Right. Hey, Sherry, I, I'm going to hold you over for one more segment if you got the time, because okay. well, um, Tom and, uh, and Verlon got more questions about this. But okay. I'm going to when we come back from the break, I'm going to play a portion of that audio so that we can let people know what we're talking about. But just really quickly, yesterday, I, I don't recall what happened, but. When she, did she attend school on yesterday? You got about 15, six, 15 seconds. What happened when she went to school yesterday? I told her to pretend that she's wearing her mask like all of her peers and to wear it basically under her nose and under her mouth, but just basically what everyone else is doing. They're, none of them are complying. And nothing happened to her. And nothing happened. You know, this the jig is up. I'm sorry. The jig is up. The president of the United States, the former president of the United States can go party and you hear, 30, <laughs> you hear over 20 or 30 some people from in Martha's 567 have, have contracted. Was, uh, oh, no, 30 some contract, but yeah. he had over five, yeah. three, four or 500. Sherry, people. hold the line. Yeah. You're listening to Black and White on M560 The Answer. We'll be right back. This is Black and Right with John Anthony on AM560 The Answer. Welcome back to Black and Right on AM560 The Answer. I'm your host, John Anthony, live in studio with the Troublemaker and White Chocolate. If you're just joining us, we were doing before the break, we were talking with uh, Sherry Erlacher, 
whose daughter was suspended from school. Now, uh, now Sherry, I want to play a portion of the the audio of what we were talking about when it comes to um, the powers that Chris, Senator Belt was trying to give ISBE in IDPH. Here we go. House Bill 2789, uh, provi- as amended, provides that the State Board of Education must adopt rules to address schools and education license holders who do not comply with public health requirements established by the Department of Public Health when the governor has declared an emergency. Additionally, the bill provides a complaint procedure to report schools that do not comply with the requirements when the governor has declared an emergency. Lastly, the bill states that for non-public school recognition, they must provide assurance that they will comply with these health requirements when the governor has declared an emergency. Now, Sherry, before you say something, this is what I want everybody that's listening to me right now. This is not about a mask. It is about power. It is about control. Today is the mask. Tomorrow is the vaccine. The next day is it what? Put the chip in your arm or you have to buy or sell. Mm. That's that's what this is about. People saying, why are they defending their rights? Is well, because that's that's the system that we've we developed to become one of the greatest countries in the world, the United States of America. Absolutely. Sherry, I'm sorry, I got into my um <laughs> on, on my, go ahead, Sherry. Sherry, what are your thoughts oh. about that? I mean, I, I like I said, I feel like it shouldn't even be a conversation at this point because this man is telling you what they're trying to accomplish by passing this bill, right? But out here among us people, they're telling us that they can already enforce this. No, you can't. It can't be both. It, it, you can only enforce this if the bill is passed, but the bill didn't pass. So why 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 is everyone lying? Right. As as for PZ on um, YouTube has said, an emergency almost two years later. Uh, Sherry, I want to say something real quick. It's it's always important to speak truth to power, and uh, I think as Americans, we need to do that more. We become complacent on the right. You know, everybody says that we're the silent majority, and we. So you have a position right now, and you have an opportunity to pursue this district, pursue this school, and even if they come back and say, "Oh, you're no longer suspended," we'll take it off the record. I say, still sue them, still go forward through it, because we need to speak truth to power. Because if we don't stand up for ourselves, nobody else is going to stand up for it. And if we wonder how the how the uh, the stuff happened in Nazi Germany back in the 30s and 40s. It's because those teachers, quote unquote, the soldiers and all the other people were just following orders is what they said during the Nuremberg trials. They were following orders. And I go to my school boards and I talk to them and they say, hey, well, we're just following orders from the governor. Nobody ever questions the orders. We need to speak truth to the power and let them know that we're the ones who put them in that position and they're using our tax money. So I thank you for your fight and, and your commitment to continue with it. Sherry, now I don't want to put too much on your plate. But I just want to uh, tell you this before we run out of time. I think that these people look upon us all as potential victims. They don't take in, in account that you may be immune like me. I've been tested over 200 something times. Not a, yeah, not, a not, not, not a trace of it at all. But I got a question for you. Two questions. Do you think do you think these are our betters drunk with power trying to make us do what they want or safety is that's uh, that's afraid of their own shadows. You got 30 seconds to answer that. I, I, I think they just want to control us. Yeah, that, that's it. It, it, it's, if it was really about health and safety, 
then they should be educating the children on the importance of proper nutrition and sleep yep. and exercise yep. and, and, and things like that, like I do with my children. And I'm not saying that that means we're exempt from everything, but I'm just saying that because we live a healthy lifestyle, I don't have to worry about this virus or any other virus. Amen. And, and Shay, I hope you go after the religious exemption. Um, I, we got to figure out a way to get a religious exemption from the mask, too. How about that? I found a you did? After I was on the show with you yesterday, a mom actually in Lake County reached out to me on my business email. Oh, wow. Really quick. Hey, Cherry, I'm sorry. We got to cut you go. We got to listen to Black and White. We'll be right back. Prepare to have your mind opened. The lies of the mainstream media are about to be exposed. And the hypocrisy of the left is about to be revealed. This is a revolution in how you think about politics, race, and culture. You've tuned into Black and Right with John Anthony on AM560, The Answer. I'm coming in. Welcome back to Hour 2 of Black and White Radio on AM560, The Answer. I'm your host, John Anthony. We are live in studio. Hey, uh, if you missed the first hour, go to 560theanswer.com so that you never miss another hour. Download the podcast, Black and White. Uh, I'm telling you, you don't want to miss that first hour. Uh, I, I, You know what? Um, somebody said to me, uh, with the first hour, can you have the woman call to please explain the religious exemption she was trying to state? Sherry, you listen, send me a text and I'll, and I'll, I'll go over it. Uh, about what you were trying to say. I'm sorry, we kind of ran out of time because Valon didn't look at the time. <laughs> <laughs> See, he's troublemaker. Yeah, no, I'm just kidding. Fault. I'm just kidding. I, I, I just, I, I lost, I lost track of the time, and because I really enjoyed the conversation with that Sherry was, what we were having with Sherry Erlaka. Uh But, but Valon, you, um, you talked about during the break. We were talking about some. Pritchka signed a bill about hair is ethnicity now and you know a school can't tell a person to cut their hair what, what is that about well the governor just signed a bill into law uh playing into identity politics and race in my opinion because he knows black people we love symbolism over actual policy so you know it's this war going on against assimilation you know a multiculturalism war you know they they, they love us being more separate than equal you know, so um, the bill states that your hair is not part of your uniform. Okay. It can't be included on the dress code. So, what? yes, it can't be included into the dress code. So, oh, that's that new senator that filed this bill. Yeah. So, uh, he can't be sent, he or she can't be sent home, can't be disciplined, anything because of their hair. Um, you know, I hate it as much as. Anybody else. I would never tell a black woman how to wear their hair because you'll get cussed out six days to Sunday. (laughs) But as far as these little boys running around with these sideshow bob haircuts shaved all around with a tumbleweed on top, I can't stand it. I cannot (laughs) stand it. It looks like a a person off The Simpsons. I mean, you look stupid, (laughs) honestly. But I I can't stand it. And I understand where the principals and teachers are coming from. It looks like a distraction. But now it's law in Illinois. That you can't tell a kid how to wear their hair. They can come to they can come to school looking like butt wheat. It doesn't matter. Wow. You just cannot do it. It's law now. I don't. I, what are your thoughts, Tom? 
<laughs> I'm trying to figure out. A, I'm, I'm, I'm looking and saying to myself. I, I'm trying so to figure I, out the best I way to say a school, it. If I ran a school and I had dress code and I don't want braids and all that. So now I can't tell a kid that, that, that a private school. Right. Now, this this affects private schools as well? It, it, yeah, if you want to keep your accreditation, then it'll know it. You see what he, uh, see well, what they he don't just have did. The power. We just uh, that. we talked about that. They don't have the power. We're going to talk about that next. We're talking about identity and race well, politics. All we're doing right is now. setting up these kids for failure. So what yeah. happens when you get out of high school? You want to go out and apply for your first job. You want, then you're going to show up there with your hair all crazy and looking stupid. You're not going to be in uniform. They do now. Ripped jeans. That's what I'm saying. But I, I was a regional manager. I was hiring people that would come in for a job interview expecting $25 an hour at 18 years old with no experience with torn jeans, ripped up clothes. You want to come in a business atmosphere? It's called freedom of expression. They do it mm. now. You not in my business. It's that a private business. That is the problem that with is, our society and this culture. That is my private company. I'm not hiring somebody that looks like a schmo for any reason. I don't care. Yeah, but, but yeah, how, how do they enforce this? How is this enforced? Well, I guess you can be that. Can, that can be enforced. That can be enforced, but it's not out of business yet, though. No, no, no. I'm just saying that's the next step. They're going to tell you, right. "Hey, all oh, well, because of this, now you got to hire people because of this." Then they're going to put that in as an okay. exemption. You, you, you heard what you just said. That's the next step. Well, this no, everything why, they're doing is communism. This it's just is a, it's why, a next step, next step, next step. Kip, call back. Kip, Kip had a question. Kip wanted to make a comment about. Sorry, Kip, you've been on there for a minute. Yeah, Kip, yeah. Kip call back. I'll take your call as soon as I see your your, your call. But Kip had a, a comment. You want to talk about communism? But that's what you, that's what I mean. This is what I mean. That's why I said exactly. Go along, to leave it in the get call. along, Republicans <laughs> and these these f- people that don't like freedom. Right. Stop giving inches because this is what you this is what you got to understand. These people, will, you give them an inch, they'll take a country incremental mile. Because but, guess what? They don't care about how long it takes. But they will have the reverse take on what you're saying. They would say multiculturalism of different races is freedom, freedom to uh, expression and not un- uniformity. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Because assimilation is basically uniformity and, and to move together, uh, move forward together. I think as YouTube one. just knocked us off. Are you serious? Look, look. That's the video. Wow, gone. they don't like what they we're don't saying. They like don't what we're saying. I don't wow. Know. Will it come back? I think YouTube wow. just kicked us off, Pete. Insane. Yeah. But that, see, but, see, but, see, so see it's a tug of war. Yeah. See, because well, this is what they'll say. How's a crew cut acceptable because it's a white it's a white thing so what about the mother. kids with the mohawks what? how the is it white them? though see this is what this is dude. what they say this is what they say a crew cut but do you see how they treat black people yeah you see how they treat black people they, they, you need all these you need all of this in order to survive no yeah. we are we listen we are great people yeah. we've done great things in society yeah. stop handicapping us yeah well this is what this is what's law now jesus it's because you don't have any privilege john let's go to mike to, from yorkville uh, he, he makes a good point. Mike, welcome to Black and Right. Oh, Kip's back. John, glad to hear you back. Berlan, guest, thank you. Um, I mean, we keep on talking about the religi- religious exemption, and I'm afraid it's going to start to become overused. And the next thing we're going to start seeing how Illinois operates, especially how the Dem rats, as I like to call them, <laughs> they operate two steps ahead of everybody really in do. their legislation. And they're going to go ahead and start mandating, saying, we want to see membership cards to churches yeah. to prove your religious religious exemption. Well, all you, wait, wait, Mike, and, all you got to do is sign up now through uh, online. Now <laughs> you can be an online <laughs> member now. So hey, there you go. But that's where you true, see, see the, federal laws. You're going to start. Argument. 
you're going to start seeing issues of not only are you going to want the, the religious exemption, you're going to have to get it filled out by your doctor. Your doctor's going to charge money for this. Yeah. Your churches might start charging a membership fee saying, hey, you want this religious exemption, you have to come in, and maybe there's going to be some state-mandated things because we all know how the government likes to violate rights, and then you have to go to the courts and waste your own resources to fight for your rights. Yeah. And that's not yeah. an appropriate means of actual constitutionalism of what this country was found on. Yeah, I, I think this country is, is, is moving so far away from the Constitution, it's going to be obsolete in, in a couple of, either either one or two decades. Mike, thanks so much for calling us. Uh, let's go to Kip. Uh, I've, Kip has been holding a long time. Sorry, Kip, Kip. Welcome to Black and Right. Yeah, I had to leave and I'm back. But listen, man, <laughs> I applaud your efforts and I caught wind of you on the morning show with Dan and Amy and uh, continued success and I'll get right to it with uh, Earl Acker there. Yeah. And a woman here where I live in Stillman Valley just went on uh, open, uh, you know, school thing to see. She didn't wear a mask right or whatever. And there was six freaking sheriff deputies, six freaking wow. squad cars that carried her away. And I'm not kidding mm. about wow. that. Wow. And there was no problems there. Yeah. But there was a lot of people that were saying, unmask our children. That's the signs that are all around, you know, and, and out here in, in the rural lands, you know what I mean? And uh, in the farmlands, because I live in between cornfield and soybean fields, and hey, you know? <laughs> I love it, kid. Out in God's country. I mean, kachu, kachu. But listen, man, all this mandates and the, and show me your papers that this is That's the it. smell of Nazi Germany, and then they're going to want to send health professionals to your home to make sure you got the right vaccinations. Now they're already talking about the second, third booster, or whatever. Yeah. So what, if you got a, a sneeze or a cold, you got to, when they give you your free computer through the government, are you going to have to get up and do exercises through your wow. smart TV? I mean, <laughs> isn't that 1984? Oh, I mean, it, it's or, coming to pass. It, uh, you know what I mean, man? I yeah. mean, people tell, you know, masks don't work. They even godly said... You gotta have it, in a, and nobody wears a mask, right? <laughs> this is all insanity, yeah. man. It is it insanity. Is. Well, Kip, so, I love everybody, and the God loves you. So, guess what? Yeah, trust in God, not dot gov. Amen. There you go. Hey, thank you. Hey, Kip, Kip thanks. So, oh, go ahead. You guys, I'll say, Kip, the, the answer to nineteen eighty four is seventeen seventy six. There that's you it. go. That's, that's it. That's seven days a week. Uh oh. So. Mike, thanks so much for calling, Kip. Hey. Uh, uh, hey, Mike, Mike, hold the line. I'll take you at, on the top of the hour because I want to. I want to play this audio clip because uh, I think this is where we're at as a nation. I really do, and I think I think unless we develop this mindset, zero compromise. We, we're at a zero zero compromise level. Yeah, we because, talked earlier. Freedom yeah. is a state of mind. Yeah, freedom is a state of mind. You know, if the, you believe that you're free, you're free. Act it and don't hesitate. Don't right. hold back. But I, I want to play this 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 audio clip from my, one of my favorite senators, Rand Paul, because um, I think this is very important. And it's terrifying. Here we go. But right. It's time for us to resist. They can't arrest all of us. They can't keep all of your kids home from school. They can't keep every government building closed, although I've got a long list of ones they might keep closed or might ought to keep closed. We don't have to accept the mandates lockdowns and harmful policies of the petty tyrants and bureaucrats we can simply say no not again nancy pelosi you will not arrest or stop me or anyone on my staff from doing our that's where we're at today zero compromise don't forget you're an american you listen listening to black and white on m560 the answer more on this when we return 
This is Black and Right with John Anthony uh, on AM560, The Answer. Welcome back to Black and Right Radio on AM560, The Answer. I'm your host, John Anthony, live in the studio with the troublemaker and Tom McCullough, White Chocolate. Uh, <laughs> hey, Vilan, we got a caller who's yep. talking about your hair. All right. Your hair bill. Uh, Michael hair. from the South Side, welcome to Black and Right. Uh, gentlemen, good afternoon. Thank you for taking my call. Hey, no problem. Uh, the the hair law uh, on its face is absolutely ridiculous. Uh, but uh, but uh, I think there's something a little bit larger and more insidious that's taking place here. Because at the end of the day, the hair bill is really more than just about the hair. Uh, this is yet another attempt to undermine, you know, academic standards, uh, discipline in the, and discipline in the schools. Yep. And that's a big, and that's a big problem. I mean, because now, now that, uh, the, the bill ostensibly, uh, is supposed to be a cure against racism, but now it opens the door for every other kid in the school to either wear what they want or wear their hair, however, which way they please. Yeah. So I, I think that undermines the educational mission of a school. Yeah. That's not good. Well, well probably 99% of these progressive bills are undermining some form of, of something, especially when it comes to authority and law and order. So I think that's the whole point of, of this Marxist, this Marxist, you know, so that government can then take complete control over our, 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 the greatest nation ever devised, America. So uh, I, pre- I thank you so much for calling, Michael. Oh, I actually, I wanted to make another point oh, ahead, too, ahead, and this is about this is about Pritzker. And I, once again, thank you for your time. No problem. How many idiotic bills is J.B. Pritzker <laughs> going to sign? <laughs> well, you see that the age Seriously. bill, about as many donuts as he's yeah. going to eat. So he's going to see the HIV bill. No, oh, he decriminalized HIV. Yeah, what? He decriminalized. Did you, yeah, yeah, Mike. Did you see that that he decriminalized the transmission of HIV, the knowing transmission that, that was, of HIV? That was the point. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, that was the point I was about to bring up. Oh. A total outrage, all because the LGBT community wanted this. So now, uh, if you're a straight woman, yeah, you have no recourse. Yeah, yeah, it's a, to- a wait, total wait. outrage, and I, I I don't get this guy. And the 18th straight month of 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 his 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 fake lead um, um, power uh, that that we're still in a in, a, in an emergency and all of those natures that he never after the first 30 days never went back to get the power from the general assembly. Hmm. Where's that? I mean, nobody. This guy has to go. I'm sorry, mm-hmm. he has to go, and, and I and I hope I hope Illinoisans realize this is not about Democrat Republican. This is really about who we who we will be as a state and as a nation by continuing to elect people like JB Pritzker. The one thing JB so thanks so much done. for calling, Mike. That, that I think has been really good on J.B. Pritzker's part is showing us how dark it can get yeah. and actually that there's a little bit of light at the end. Because I think unless most people, it's a couple of years ago, they would never would have been in the position at the back of the tunnel knowing how dark things are and how bad it is. And we've been screaming this for years about how bad the state's getting. And now that they're seeing all this crazy overreach, they're starting to like, oh, well, holy cow, this is happening. They're taking my rights away. We've been saying this for decades. Like, right. hey, no, these guys are doing incremental. Now people are actually seeing it. Right. And now people are getting activated right. because of the amount of pressure that's been on them. And we've right. been saying for years, we don't care what you're going to say. You can talk left politics, right politics. You can say the flying spaghetti monsters, your religion. We want... <laughs> On the right, we want people to have the ability to say it freely. Right. The left wants to control it because they want to and push want people to towards their agenda. Who say and right. who and how they can say it. And, and and a great example, what happened in Mount Prospect. If, hey, if anybody was at that meeting at Mount Prospect where they removed the patch, give us a call, 312-642-5600. That's 312-642-5600. If you were at that 
Mount Prospect when they took off the police patches. You know the the, the, yeah, the, I saw, the yeah. line. Um, yeah, really. If you look in the back side, the back side of those photos, there was a couple of the Antifa guys from the Shield Wall, Chicago. There, yeah. So they were there taking pictures and cheering the fact that they took out the blue lights. Yeah, they got Fuego flag. on. They got our Fuego. Yeah, Ashley. They they took pictures of her and everything. Wow. Yeah, yeah so, they so got Fuego. Antifa Chicago was there, and I think they were probably some of the ones that were pushing that initiative. And you know, John, I have no love lost for those I Antifa do. guys. Yeah. I do because they doxed me and my family and wanted to kill them, and you know, the feds and the cops got involved. So. I have nothing but bad names to say about those kids. <laughs> I bet you do. You you want uh, you want to touch on another little subject what, of our tyrant? Well, not our, but the tyrant governor of Wait, I- of Illinois. You know what? I, you know, I I get upset with you. You know why? You got you still living in a state that's free. Yes. yes. So you know what? Stop I'm, saying. I'm, I'm, you're not you're not part yeah, of this. I, well, you know, but uh, this tyrant of a governor, he just threatened a school. Accreditation, a school's accreditation. Timothy, he's, Timothy um, Christian. Yes, he's, uh, t- t- if they don't follow his rules and policies and do what he wants them to do, your kid's diploma won't be worth anything. <laughs> Think about that. And so that's the only reason why this guy backed down because he doesn't want to see those kids suffer. But that's the actions of a dictator or a tyrant. Absolutely. I think we should put a policy in place that anybody over 300 pounds can't make health decisions for me wow. or our children. Wow. I mean, that dude, all he does is he's slamming donuts and he's not doing it. And he's probably in like every high risk group, which is, and he's also making money on all the shots. Yeah. So that's probably why he wanted to go out there because he owns the, a lot of the medical facilities that are doing the testing. He's the guy that owns some of the, the Pfizer options. Uh, he's got all of his hotels where they were paying tens of millions of dollars from the state to go to his own hotels to stick the patients allegedly. from the hospitals. Oh, allegedly. allegedly. Yeah, but they, they changed the Hilton Chicago into a CDC overflow. Allegedly. But, yeah, but no, no, no big deal that his family didn't benefit from that. And it's just, I, I, I have nothing but bad things to say but about that guy. Here's, here's, the, here's, here's, here's the issue. Are we, do we, as a nation, who or what, 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 what identity are we trying to create? When you look at the state of Illinois, we already know what state. Illinois is so far gone, um, blue, far so far to the left, so far progressive. But I really, that's one of the reasons why, you know, I, when, in the next segment, we're going to be having Alderman Anthony Napolitano. I've been following him for quite some time. And I'm telling you, he's strong. He doesn't take any crap. Uh, I, I think the only blemish he has is that he's a he's a former firefighter. <laughs> what? Oh, that's the police firefighter thing. Yeah, nobody's no, been doing that forever. I give him credit. I give him credit. He was a cop. I give him a oh, credit. You starting something already? I, you starting start trouble? Already. Okay. I, I know he's listening. That's why. <laughs> there might be a cat in the tree somewhere, right? You know, I mean, he he started off okay. Mm-hmm. He started off okay, Stan being a cop. Then you know. I think he wanted to sleep all day, so that's why. <laughs> oh, man, I'm, I'm not getting in that one. You wanted getting better food. Yeah, they, yeah and, and better food. Oh, no, God. Without question. I used to invade the firefighters in Oswego. Shout out to Oswego Fire Department. <laughs> um, they, man, they used to make some good food, man. I, and going on depth, especially when you're on nights. You know, they, they'll have to get out to a call and they'll make some food. <laughs> so my, my grandma lives at uh, 87th and uh, uh, Duffy over in hometown. And so the fire department's right across the street from her. Oh, yeah. I know that fire department. Oh, yeah. I mean, you go out there and I'd see the grills going. They had like 800 wow. steaks on oh, there, really, pots of chili. You really are a hillbilly there. What do you mean a hillbilly? Hometown. Hometown. That's it. That's, that's hillbilly town. 87th and Pulaski. I know. I know where it's oh, Yeah, that's pretty hillbilly, huh? I, I used to always call it the hillbilly town. <laughs> Say, <laughs> so, yeah, I remember. So, like, we were talking about how, like, the cops would go and, like, you did the radio broadcast of them clearing the roads out to get people to the hospitals for the police officers. Yeah. And so, when there were shootings in Chicago, I'd be listening to the radio, an officer down, and you'd see all the Chicago police coming down Southwest Highway. Everything was blocked. Anybody even tried to go through it, 
I mean, they, they were getting over to Christ Hospital for the Level 1 Trauma Center, and they did not play games. Like, there was, you could tell there was somebody in the backseat holding pressure, and they're going right through the intersections, and they just cleared everything out. No excuses, no anything to get those cops to that, to, to Christ Hospital. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I see that happen a lot, and it's just when that came up, it was like goosebumps. Just, I couldn't imagine that energy that, yeah. that, that, that they were going experiencing. Yeah, but, but, but Lon, what, what you really originally talked about uh, in Pritzker and his powers, the powers that he thinks he has. He doesn't have it. Now, here's my problem. What, whatever happened to local control? Whatever happened to allowing the local school districts to di- dictate what happens locally? Because th- I'm telling you, freedom from tyranny. That's where we have to go. We have to have freedom from this tyranny that's happening. I'm sorry. Go ahead. But what would you do as a principal or somebody running a school and you have all these hundreds of kids and you have a governor threatening I'm gonna tell you. to take your credit. I'm gonna tell you what we do, and you, you're worthless. I, you won't be recognized uh, anywhere. I'm gonna tell you what we're gonna do. You do what you do. What the person? I don't know. I, I said it yesterday on, on Dan and Amy's show that all of my kids except my son have been pulled from um, public uh, the public school education system. All of them, except my son, because he's a senior. But JB bases the bases the funding numbers on two years ago. He froze the numbers, yeah, so, you can pull, so you can pull as many students yeah. out as you want. They're still going to get the same level of Correct. funding. Correct. Um, it's, eh, I mean, that's think all I got to say. That. That, yeah. Think about that. He knew what he, he knew what was going to happen. He knew his decisions. How these decisions yeah, would affect? going to go? But if your kid is in twelfth grade, think about college. You don't want your kid not Guess being what? able no, to no, go no, to no, college. No, 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 no. And see, that's the thinking that's getting us in trouble. The parents because, can write their own. Because guess Verlana, they don't have the power to do what you're saying. Well, that's the point. The point is nobody's challenging it. A judge will have to. So I, I went See to a school, you in court. I went to a school board meeting and they said, "Oh, do you want us to spend your tax dollars on lawsuits against the governor?" I'm like, "Yes, it's my tax money." 150 other parents here are saying, "Sue the state, fight for our rights, don't back down." And Call like, his bluff. Yeah, we don't want to spend Timothy your money Christian on this. Should have never. Guess what? The school, I'm, the Christian school I'm sending, um, Families of Faith in Shanahan, Illinois. Yeah. I met with the pastor. You know what he says? We're standing strong. You know why he's standing strong? Why? Because his faith in God is so much more powerful than the faith in the man who thinks he has power that he, has not, that he does not have. And you know what? He understands the whole concept. No weapon formed against me shall prosper. Come. It may form, but it won't prosper. So that's why he's fighting back and pushing back. You listening to Black and Right on M560, Anna. Answer. Anthony Napolitano up next. And now, more Black and Right with John Anthony on AM560, The Answer. Welcome back to Black and Right as Kanye plays behind us. The Black and Right Radio on AM560 Answer with John Anthony. Live in studio with Verlon, the troublemaker Galloway, and Tom White Chocolate McCullough. Guys, this has been a, a, a very, very trying time for the city of Chicago. I think when you look at, even from last year, 4,000 shots, 700 people murdered. Uh, I'm telling you, whenever somebody says to me, um, where's their hope in the city of Chicago? Uh, I, look, I always mention three or four aldermen. That serve in the city of, in the city council that I think are just 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 people. If, if they ever had the power to, to to actually run the city of Chicago, I think you'll see Chicago rebound and be one of the and, be, and, and rebound to the point where they're the, they're the they're the greatest city in the world. I really feel that way about the state of Illinois and the city of Chicago. I really believe Chicago is a can become a beacon again if they get some good quality leadership. Uh, the only thing I, I really, you know, I have a, a a problem with our next guest. 
he's the alderman of the 41st Ward. You know, he started off right um, in his career as a as a police officer. But I don't know. I, you know, <laughs> he then translated, transferred over and, and went to the, you know, the hated Red Boys, the fire department. Alderman Anthony Napolitano from the 44th Ward. Welcome to Black and Right. Thanks for having me. I appreciate that intro. And, and you know, <laughs> like I've heard when I crossed over, uh, God created uh, firemen so that police officers could have heroes too. So uh, oh. I make the move. Oh, <laughs> hey, guess what? I'm not mad because there are times, I'm a former police officer, there were times that I wish I had went, went and, and crossed the red line uh, because uh, people like them. People really love who they are. Uh, they don't get as nowhere near the 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 the, the beat down that police uh, get, and that's one of the reasons why I wanted to have you on. I've been watching a lot of your interviews that you've done um, on a couple of um, major uh, cable news stations, and when I when I was watching you give just a really poised answer about the the latest shooting in Chicago with um, um, Officer Ella French and I hope I say his last name, Officer Carlos Yanis. Um, I said to myself, why isn't this guy leading the city of Chicago? Um, I, I, I want to start off right right off the top. I, uh, please, are you considering a run for mayor of Chicago? Well, let me throw this at you first. Um, I can't thank you enough for pronouncing both these officers, officers names correctly. Yeah. Uh, as simple as that sounds, it's kind of a, a lack of uh, respect from a lot of elected as well as high-ranking officials on, on some of our departments that can't even pronounce our fallen hero or our wounded hero's name correctly. So I appreciate that. And, and, um, and, and Alderman, you know, Alderman, before sorry, before before you continue, yeah. I, I want to, I, because I think I, I was going to bring that up, but now that you brought it up sooner, I want to play an audio clip of the superintendent, the guy who should know the person's name, and the mayor, um, basically doing what you, you, you just said. Here it is. Listen. In the horrible tragedy of Ella Frank's murder. So the, the offender who is charged with first-degree murder of Ella Fitzgerald, the gun used in this shooting and this murder of Ella Fitzgerald was illegally possessed. Talk about this total disrespect for the, the family um, in Ella French's case, uh, who's, who's been left behind, and Officer Carlos's case, he, he's still alive. That's so disrespectful. I'm sorry. I just, I wanted people to really hear what, what you were actually saying. Go ahead, sir. Yeah, and, and just on that point, too, really quick is, um, you know, it's, I, I get there's a lot of passion going on. There's, there's a lot of, um, of heartache going on. Um, but it almost seems like you stepped over what happened to get to your reports or to get to your uh, your commentary, not your commentary, uh, our, our superintendent's commentary, um, and, and and that's disrespectful. I mean, it, it, it's it's the moment where everything is the most important, yeah. and that officer's name is most important at that time okay. as well. Both all the officers. So uh, I'm sorry to segue, but um, that's fine. Uh, back to your question. Um, you know, I always got to look at things in, in you know, the, the full picture, and, and we kind of laugh about it because lately a lot of people have been coming out saying, hey, can you run for mayor? Can you run for mayor? You know, and, and as well as my good buddy Ray uh, Lopez, who yeah. I'm a big fan of as well. I, I, same here. And I, 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 I have to be a realist and, and kind of you, you have to look at numbers, and, and nothing is ever out of the question, um, but you have to wonder where where is your – where does your support come from and where does your votes come from? And, you know, I'm, I'm a strong, I'm a strong, I come from a strong police family and a strong fire family. I, I'm a humongous fan 
of, of both those unions, the uh, uh, FOP and, and my brothers and sisters in local too. I'm a strong union guy, yeah. uh, and I support the, the labor movement more than I believe the labor movement. Very conservative person as well, uh, yeah. extremely conservative. I've got conservative values. Uh, the, the way I was brought up, and I, I don't know if that flies in the city of Chicago. Um, I, I try to say they're, they're common sense values. I think they're ready. Um, I, I, I think I, the city I, of Chicago is ready. Were. <laughs> yeah, I, I think somebody I just, like you could, could and, and we, we could go into a break, but I think somebody like you could really, you, Ray, uh, Gartner, you guys, I believe you guys can, I think Chicago is fed up and tired of tyranny running their, their city, and they're looking at all these people being shot and, and, and killed and I think they're looking for and they're starved for good leadership uh, more with Alderman Anthony Napolitano from the 41st Ward uh, I'm telling you guys he's also a tax fighter he opposed a 2019 tax of 72 million property tax increase from Lori Lightfoot we'll be right back we now return to Black and White on AM560 The Answer here's John Anthony Welcome back to Black and Right Radio on AM560, The Answer. I'm your host, John Anthony, live in studio with the troublemaker himself, Verlon Galloway, and Tom White Chocolate McCullough. Uh, before the break, we were talking with Alderman Anthony Napolitano, uh, 41st Ward Alderman, and I think one of, the, one of the really bright spots in the city of Chicago when it comes to having somebody there with, with moxie and leadership. Um, welcome back, Alderman. Thanks for having me. How you doing, Mr. Napolitano? You know, the way I see it is these asinine policies that this mayor and others put in place is leading to the downfall of this city and the death of officers. I want to quote one of the fallen officer's parents, the father. It's all your fault, mayor. That's the reason why my kid is laying here in in the hospital bed. It's because of the policies that you put in place. I just want to ask you one question. Out of all this Democrat top-down ran city and state, where does the blame lie in your view? You know, I've been a, a strong advocate, you know, for the last two years in saying that there, there's this there's this, this faction of our city council, or there's the socialist faction of city council that I think has a lot to blame for because they're pushing all the changes. They're pushing to defund the, the police movement. They're, they're pushing, you know, uh, um, you know here, in, in the basic forms, they wanted to get rid of ShotSpotter because um, they said that ShotSpotter, which is a computer-generated uh, sound information device that actually coordinates where shots are fired to dispatch police officers to a location. These are installed only by statistics where all the crime is happening as far as homicides and shootings. Those are the same statistics that rob my my Northwest Side districts of police. Right. But the socialists are saying that shot spotter is racist and that we need oh, to get rid of it God. because they know that there's a $23 million price tag behind that, that shot spotter that they want to take and allocate to, you know, to, towards something completely different than saving lives. It doesn't matter that it's I effective. Blame, right. Exactly. It's effective. It's, it's a tool. It's one of more tools that we can use and they want to get rid of it because it's about control. It's about uh, uh, weakening neighborhoods and making them, forcing them to need more government. And and that's I blame this on the socialists. I mean, they're put they jumped on this to fund the, the, the police movement. They jumped on this vilify the police movement um, going back two to three years ago. And you saw it, uh, a couple summers ago with our protests. 
Um, and it, it just it got out of hand, and they're still doing it. Even when our fallen officers uh, that, that this just happened, not one of them posted anything about our, our officers. Wait, but four or five ha- weeks ago, ha- ha- sorry, go ahead. have they flag, flown the flag half mass for in honor of um, uh, Elephant yet for the city hall? That I I have not gotten word on that <sighs> yet, but that does not mean it didn't happen. I'm but, sorry. Well, don't I'm please don't quote me because it could have happened. Already, uh, you know, that, that information doesn't get sent down to us if it has. Or hey, not. Alderman, uh, this but, is Tom um, McCullough. I'm a former yeah. state can- Senate candidate out of Plainfield area. So uh, since you couldn't commit on air to run for mayor of Chicago, <laughs> um, can you at least commit on air to putting a vote of no confidence into Lori Lightfoot because of her uh, gross mishandling of the city, putting citizens' lives at risk, destroying businesses, as well as uh, killing our police officers because her direct policies and direct action and lack of action has led to... Um, tons of deaths and billions of dollars in destruction. I mean, uh, can you can you commit to us on there that you would at least push for this to happen? I think anybody that wants to run or consider running for mayor or back anybody for mayor or even be have a place on that council, your obligation is to the citizenry, and you should put a vote of no confidence or at least push for one. Can you commit to that? I believe that's already in the works, but as you know, that, that we don't follow that vote of no confidence through city council. Uh, right. We don't have those rights of vote no confidence. What we do have the rights to do is, is come 2023, who we get behind in support that runs um, the constitution. There is no vote of, of no confidence yeah. on a mayor. And, and uh, I hope, I hope we can, uh, we, can, we can, we can do it in a resolution. I was thinking you at least pass thing. a resolution instead then. Yeah. I believe that's already in the works, sir. I, I have <laughs> wait, 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 hold on, hold on. Hey, 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 Alderman, I, I want to bring in a caller because, um, he 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 disagrees with you, um, yeah. and something you said, and I think it's I think it's going to be a good thing. Joe from the Southwest Side, welcome to Black and Right. Hey, John, how are you? Good to talk to you again. I, I actually had the opportunity to meet you in uh, Lake Geneva a few months back. Oh, hey, how's it going, Joe? Dynamite show, and I actually called uh, Amy yes or you guys yesterday, and it's kind of falls on the same topic, and and Alderman. I really hope you make the decision to run. I don't think we should be operating with fear anymore or, or what other people may think you may be qualified for because you, you sound like a strong candidate. And I am tired of all the tyranny, yeah. the, the, the handcuffing of people, the people that are trying to do the right thing. God has control of this world, not us. Yeah. And if we keep running in fear and keeping our mouth shut, we're going to be done. And and I'm just tired. Enough is enough. Alderman, we need you. I can't really tell you I'm, uh, my emotions are too high right now. Please fight. Wow. Please show the strength of the people that we really need to help make this change because they are destroying this world bit by bit. Um, you guys have been every day, every day I hear a little chunk more of something that I don't want to hear. And again, sick and yeah. tired of, of, of everybody telling us what more we have taken right. away from us, us as right to have freedom and everything else. Yeah, it, it, it's getting it's getting crazy. I, I'm, I'm actually, like I said, excuse yeah. me for, for that's this, okay. Hey, I, Joe, Joe, thanks so much. We got to go to break, but thanks so much for calling. Um, Alderman, can, can you can I hold you for one more segment? It's a very Absolutely. short segment. I, I, I cut my time for you. So I'm right. here because I want you to respond to what he said. Because I mean, that was a yeah, very absolutely. impassioned plea, um, and and I think I think that's that's what's starting to spread throughout the city of Chicago, 
the state of Illinois, and places where dictators are running our country. So, uh, more with Alderman Anthony Napolitano from the 41st Ward. You're listening to Black and White on AM560 Answer. It's the show the mainstream media doesn't want you to know about. It's Black and Right with John Anthony on AM560 The Answer. Maybe I'm foolish. Welcome back Maybe to I'm Black and White on AM560 The Answer. I'm your host, John Anthony, live in the studio with the troublemaker himself, Verline Galloway, and Tom White Chocolate McCullough. Uh, Do you like that name? No, that's what I want to talk oh, about. Go, wait, go, wait, 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 <laughs> after, wait, wait, let's leave that for the... After, after, hey, we still oh. got the Alderman on. All right, all right. Come on, let's, we, gotta, we can't I'm wait sorry, this I, time. I apologize, Alderman. John, I, I apologize. Have, I have one thing I wanted to say to the Alderman, too, is... In, in politics, as you know, it's you've got the the crazies on the left side, you got the the, the extremists on the right side. They they only make up a small percentage, but ninety six, ninety seven percent of Americans we're in the middle, right. you know. And it just don't let the the influence of the one percent of the people on the left or the point one percent of the people on the right in Chicago. That's probably the, the the way it splits. Don't let them control your decisions because they get media. You know, do what's right for everybody and follow your heart and just be. Be the best elected official you can be. And I, I want to thank you for doing that and standing the ground. And a lot of people don't understand how hard it is to to do the right thing and say the right thing and have everybody taking shots at you all the time and constantly dealing with that pressure. I just want to thank you for all the shots you are taking and uh, the courage you're showing and the dedication you're, you're you're following through on. So just thank you for that. No, thank you. I mean, between having me on the show, John and, and Joe that came on and yourself, Telling you guys gave me just chills because I, I bleed. I bleed this city. I mean, I love everything about the city of Chicago. Love everything about my residents. And I promise my neighborhood. I'm, I'm going to say what what you want to say, um, and I'm going to use every venue or every outlet that I can to say what 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 my residents and city of Chicago people want to hear. Um, there are too many. There's too many quiet majority people out there right now. Yeah. Ha, ha, ha. You know, when I, when I look at what's happening in the city of Chicago. Um, how are our boys and girls doing in blue? Speak to them. How, how do we how do we help them? How do I, I'm a citizen. I, I don't live in Chicago anymore. I live out in Joliet. How can I come and help the men and women in blue who are out? Because I, I know they're tired. I know they're, they're frustrated and they can't they can't have a voice. But I can be a voice right here on this show. How, do, how can the people that are out there listening to the show help our men and women in blue? I'm going to tell you your outlet, how you can help them the most you appreciate them and let them know that you love them and you support them promotes joining the Chicago police department. Cause right now this department and all police across the country have been demonized. And that's not what, that's not the way these officers feel. They love doing their job. We need more coppers on the street. Uh, we are down an astronomical amount of officers. We can't get one. I took a test in 1996, 97. I took with almost 25, 30,000 people. Wow. Now they can't get more than 3000 people. To- <sighs> wow. 100 to 702 to fill these positions. We need to replenish these jobs. It's it's not get on the other side, get on that police department, put that uniform on, be proud of your city and and help protect it. Don't shy away from it because yeah. it's being demonized by the by the the, the far socialist uh, yeah. left. Hey, Alderman, um, I'm doing do. I'm actually doing a boat show September 11th. I don't know if you got anything to do that day, but I would love for you to be my guest and interview you on that boat show. So we can meet face to face. We met one time when I was state representative a long time, uh, many years ago. But um, uh, I thank you so much for joining us. Uh, I love. I would love. This is a place you can come anytime you want. Anytime you want to get anything out, please give me a call and I'll have you on. 
You got my number. Give me a holler, and I'll be there, brother. Yes, sir. Alderman Anthony Napolitano, thanks so much for joining Black and Right. Thank you. You be safe. You as well, sir. Let's go to the phone lines real quick because we got we're at the end of the show. Mike, you were at the Black uh, Mount Prospect speeding. Give me give me your spiel in twenty seconds. How you doing? I was at the uh, meeting on uh, this past week and uh, very overwhelming support for the patch from the residents of yeah. Mount Prospect. Nice. Officer Cozio did a great job of presenting the the history of the patch, which yeah. was before what Charlottesville. Was the vote? I, we got to go because we, we're ending the show. But what was the vote total? Just lost. Four to three. Oh God, we got to change out. Four to three. We got to change that out. Thanks so much for joining us, Mike. Um, guys, ten seconds. Go ahead, real quick. I can't let this guy be called White Chocolate because he's a rebel. I want him, his new name to be the, the rebel. rebel. <laughs> I, I, I love it. Hey guys, I'll thanks so it. much for all those you and YouTube land. Thank you so much for joining the show, Valon, the Rebel. Pete, thank you so much. Hey guys, I will see you next week. Don't forget the boat show. Five sixty the answer Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.